We are joined in this segment by State Representative Mike Murphy. Mike, good morning to you, and uh, how are things going this morning? Going fine this morning, Chris, how are you guys doing? Today? Yeah, yeah, we're doing all right. I mean, Good. we can't complain. I'm sure, uh, you know, it's 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 funny because I'm always I'm always real formal with the representatives, except for Mike because I've known him forever. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. that's that's the thing. You know, it's like it's like Mike Mike Mike's my guy down at uh, Charlie Parker's. You know, but, yeah, uh, we, yep, exactly. We, we definitely had some fun down at Charlie Parker's, Chris. Yeah, I really we sure appreciate did. everything you did for me down there. Yeah, it was it was great. But uh, we're appreciating what you're doing for us in the 99th right now. And first of all, you're trying to straighten out this mess at IDES. I mean, uh, this is just ridiculous. I mean, you know, people waiting four, five, six months for their unemployment compensation, and, and it doesn't seem to be anything happening here. Uh, I mean, how many constituents have you heard from, and are you afraid that many others have just given up? Well, definitely. You know, we, the problem is we've been hearing from them since March, and it hasn't gone away. Uh, you know, yesterday I was in the, the office, and I, I we've been rotating who who's in the office. So I was answering the phones, and uh, you know, two two calls in a row were in regards to IDES concerns, and so uh, it's still ongoing. It's still people having problems. I had somebody reach out to me uh, last weekend. And uh, their their son was uh, laid off in early April, and he hasn't been able to get through to IDES still. And so it's an ongoing problem. Um, as you know, Chris, I'm on the, the Restore Illinois Commission, and um, IDES had been scheduled for several times to meet with us. Well, they finally did meet with us Tuesday. The director was uh, able to uh, make a presentation. Unfortunately, um not all of our questions were answered, and so that's why myself and uh, the other two member Republican House members on the on the commission has asked for a, a subject matter hearing. I, I've actually asked for it a month ago, and was told uh, no because uh, IDS would be presenting to the Restore Illinois Commission, and so that should suffice. Well, it didn't suffice. We we have a lot of questions. I want to go on the record. Also, IDS has a very tough job right now. No one could anticipate the number of uh, claims that they've had filed, and I, I realize that. Uh, I'm not saying they don't have a tough job. I'm just saying we need to help them uh, figure out how to get it done, and the only way we can do that is be engaged. And so far, the uh, General Assembly has chosen not to be engaged in solving these problems, and that's a shame. State Representative Mike Murphy's with us on WMAY 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. You know, Mike, I, I think, you know, with the governor, the way he's positioned himself, you know, he seems to be for the little guy and in, in, in the small worker and things like that. You know, these are the people being affected by this. I don't understand. Why do you think the governor hasn't made this a bigger priority? Well, you know, because IDES is part of the executive branch and, and their failures is... Uh, is a direct reflection on his administration. You know, the, the governor, uh, you're, you're right, though. That's the question we've been asking all along. Is This is not a Republican problem. It's not a Democrat problem. It's a people of the Illinois problem. And uh, we need to address this. And, and it just befuddles me why uh, the Democrats in the General Assembly are not willing to uh, uh, have a public hearing where we allow uh, testimony. We actually, from the people who are, being involved, you know, harmed by this, and so we can we can find a solution. You know, I don't want to point blame. I want to I want to come up with a solution, and and we need to be engaged to do that. Why haven't more Democrats gotten involved in the looking at that process? I mean, I got to believe Mike. They're hearing the same things you are from their constituents. 
You're right. And I will say this. There was a couple of Democrats. There's 14 members uh, of the Restore Illinois Commission, eight are Democrats and uh, six are Republicans. And uh, we did have uh, one Democrat in particular who really uh, was asking some tough questions. And um, but for the most part, they the, the members were silent. And I don't understand that. Well, what kind of action do you think could come out of the fall veto session to make the problems of IDES more of a priority? Is that just a, a wash that that's not going to happen, or could there be some kind of action to help IDES out to help back this backlog problem? Well, I haven't seen the agenda of the veto session yet, but uh, what I've been hearing through the rumor mills, uh, uh, something like that's not even going to be discussed. The only two things that uh, I've heard is going to be discussed is the uh, – I'm sure you're aware of the Black Caucus is putting forth mm-hmm. some reforms. I think we're going to address their uh, their reform package. And I've also been hearing lately that we will uh, uh, talk a little bit about some ethics reforms. I don't know if that's going to be window dressing or if we're actually going to uh, uh, dive into it and try to uh, get some solutions on some uh, ethics that we've been having a, a terrible time with. Even you know recently, last week, another... Uh, Senator uh, resigned uh, due to it wasn't because of his uh, um, legislative uh, uh, corruption, but he, he had to resign because of some other personal problems. Yeah, it's it's a tough situation, but when you get back to the veto session, I believe, I think I heard Representative Butler writing that nothing got vetoed, correct? I don't I don't think there's any yeah, legislation I, that got vetoed. I, I, Right. I think there was just one, and we've already addressed that. And so uh, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't, there, there's really technically not a, a, a need for a veto session if you don't have vetoes, but we definitely need to meet. Uh, Chris, you know, I, I've been on here several times uh, since March, and I think every time I've asked that the General Assembly come back to Springfield and meet to address the problems of IDES, the problems of uh, State police and the, and the not being able to get Floyd uh, cards and uh, CCLs, concealed carry uh, license processed. Uh, I mean, you know, we have a state statute saying that they they need to be processed within a certain amount of time, and they're not even coming close to those times. And so, uh, um, it, among other issues, you know, the, the the budget issue is something very concerning. It was concerning to me back in May when we met that we that they actually passed a budget that was uh, over $6 billion out of whack, and they were uh, hoping to borrow $5 billion, and that's, that $5 billion still hasn't uh, materialized. And, and so there, we, have, we have so many problems right now. We should be meeting every, every day, every week, and, and we, we've only met four days during this whole uh, crisis, and that's shameful. Mike, uh, yeah, I want to get to the budget here in just a second, but first, are you concerned? I guess this is a budget-related question. Federal funds earmarked to help local municipalities work through COVID-19. Are you concerned they could get taken by the state to shore up its budget issues? I I sure hope not, because you know I, I'm a firm believer in uh, not sweeping funds, not taking them for, for something that they were meant for. Uh, you know, the, that's one thing I I do like about our transportation. Uh, you know, with the gas tax, it's in a lockbox. And when you, you might not like paying uh, the tax at the gas pump, but at least you know that it's going to go to fix the roads. And, you know, even during this pandemic uh, and the last loss of revenue, uh, I think the people around Springfield have seen that we've got quite a bit of road construction going on. And that's because we have a lockbox for those, those taxes. 
And when you pay those the gas tax, you know it's going to go to road funds. And this money that was meant for the municipalities need to go to the municipalities. That's what it was used for. I, I, I just hate sweeping funds and, and telling people we're going to do one thing and then all of a sudden backdoor it into a, a, another uh, a program. We're talking with State Representative Mike Murphy here on WMAY 927, 94, 7, and 970 AM. You know, getting back to that budget, Mike, what is the best way for the state to balance, it, balance its budget? And do you support that across-the-board cut that Governor Pritzker is proposing if federal funds don't come to the state? Well, it's going to be painful, that's for sure, because, uh, you know, we're definitely going to have a, a revenue uh, shortfall and so we're going to have to look at some things, and, and cuts might be one of them. Some programs might have to go away. Uh, you know, it's it, it's going to be a painful uh, process. Uh, I had concerns that even with the budget, they passed the largest budget in the state, uh, the history of the state of Illinois, and and you know, a much higher budget than some of our surrounding states per capita. But anyway, uh, to get that budget to be anywhere close to balance, they were going to have to borrow. You know at least $5 billion, if not more, from the feds. And whenever you're borrowing long-term, because they, they talked about uh, terms of up to 30 years payback, you're, you're borrowing long-term for short-term debt. That's that's not a, uh, a formula that's going to be successful at all. So I was, I was concerned about this budget from day one. And so, um, yeah, we're going to have to look at everything. And, and once again, I hate to keep harping on this, but the way to do that is the General Assembly to be in Springfield and, and working on these problems and not just wait until the last minute and uh, do a, a, a quick fix. It's really not a fix. Yeah. How about this guy, huh? Apologizing right now for wanting to do his job. You know, it's like, that's, that's how crazy well, 2020 is. That, that, that is. that sums it up. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why, you know, I've said this many times, it's the biggest crisis of my lifetime, and the response from the General Assembly is that we're staying home. Uh, that, that, that's, once, once again, uh, when history is written on this, the uh, General Assembly won't look like a uh, very strong and uh, powerful force in uh, trying to come up with solutions. We we stayed at home. We haven't done anything, and and it's embarrassing. Finally, Mike, we are in the home stretch for the census. Participation still lacking in some areas. What more can be done to ensure that the 99th gets an accurate headcount? Well, you know, I, I posted something the other day with um, uh, totals as of, uh, I think, uh, September 14th. Um, most of our communities were doing fair compared to some some of the others, but we need to make sure that everyone gets it. It's such a simple process. It's less than five minutes. Go online, make sure you fill it out. Because once again, I, I talked earlier about funds going to where they're supposed to. Well, you know, if we don't report our uh, population accurately, some funds that were supposed to be meant for your communities, whether it's for your libraries, your school, your police department, your fire departments, will go someplace else because we didn't have an accurate count. And, that, and that's not what we need. We need to make sure that everybody in Sangamon County in the 99th district fills out their census form. It is so easy. And if, if you have any problems with it, call my office. 217-782-0044, and we will we'll walk you through it. But trust me, you won't have any problems with it. Terrific. Uh, State Representative Mike Murphy, keep fighting the good fight. We appreciate it. Chris, thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk to the people. And uh, everyone be safe out there, and, and uh, we're, we're going to get through this, okay?